0: Hello everyone. Welcome to another episode of Nasty Nation, with me, Chuck Nasty, here on anchor. Um, it's been kind of a crazy week. Uh, the start of the week, on Monday, on the 13th. <clears throat> yours truly turned 36. Um, it does not feel any different from when I was 35. I'm still angry, grumpy, and hurting all over. <laughs> Um, but I would like to take the time to thank those that, uh, wish me a happy birthday. Um, always means a lot when, when people, you know, leave you comment after comment after comment on your page on Facebook saying, oh, happy birthday. It really does make me feel good. And I'd like to thank, uh, I'd like to give a, a, shout out and another thank you, uh, to all my friends that stopped in and saw me on my birthday, um, and hung out with me for a couple hours. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Um, I drank a lot of Jack Daniels and... And actually remember the night. I don't know how, but I do. But I know I had a lot of fun. Um, but with that out of the way, uh, so usually <clears throat> my, my goal uh, was to get a podcast out every Thursday. Um, well, it's Friday now. So it's going to either be on Thursdays and Fridays, but I'm still shooting for Thursdays. What happened yesterday was is this, there's a lot of snags. Um, I was geared up. I, I had a couple of guests that were going to come on. Um, one of the guests uh, was sick um, and uh, he wasn't able to come on. Um, I actually didn't find out about that till the day, uh, but I knew something was up. Um, so I wish him a speedy recovery and have him back on, or have him on uh, in the future podcast. Um, and it's a the owner of uh, Back Alley Tattoo in Moorhead, Kentucky, uh, Michael Davis. Uh, good dude, uh, good, good shop, good, uh, good artist, uh, and we'll have him on. We'll, we'll talk about all that then. Uh, and then um, I had another guest, uh, Heath from uh, Mammoth Lord, who uh, he actually got stuck at work um, longer than he was thinking. So he wasn't able to come on yesterday. And I was like, well, shit, I guess I'm just gonna do it Friday. And I, I gotta say at the last minute, um, uh, a new friend of mine, uh, Brett from the band, uh, Ape Vermin, who we just played a show with when they uh, were on tour um, a couple weeks back, uh, had a great time, good guy. Uh, he, uh, he agreed to come on uh, last night and do an interview with me. Um, so i at least have, have two guests um it was a good conversation uh hope to have him on again um but uh, i'll uh, i'll be playing that interview with you here shortly and then after that um you'll be hearing the interview that i, I just did with or i guess i hate say interview conversation i guess um the conversation that i had with uh with heath from uh a Mammoth lord um so here in just a minute uh i'll be right back with uh with the interview with Eight Burman. Anyone that knows me knows that I'm a fan of doom and sludge. Uh, for those of you that don't really know those genres, basically playing it slow and heavy, and keeping it that way. It uh, makes your head move, and you just get into that groove, you know what I mean? Opens your mind a little bit, and uh for me, it makes me think and it's really fun to smoke weed too uh, my uh my first conversation uh tonight was uh the one that I told you about a minute in the opening uh with uh Brett from the band Ape vermin uh they uh they have an album out. Uh, called sonic monolith um i suggest you check it out it's uh it's pretty killer it's it's heavy it's it's doomy uh it it, it hits all the right spots so uh, without further ado here's that conversation i have with brett brett how's it going man
1: what's up buddy how are you
0: doing all right i'm doing all right um uh, so just for anyone out there uh doesn't know uh brett lee is the singer and guitar player for the band Abe vermin uh my band bastard sons of the judas Goat had the pleasure of uh playing a show with him and stone eye when they were on tour here recently uh we had a blast that night man just so you know
1: fuck yeah dude we did too i actually think uh it was a it was like one of the best shows on the tour dude so it was fucking awesome
0: yeah yeah i it was it was probably one of the funnest shows we played in a while actually and even for it not to be uh that crazy of a turnout uh we, we really actually had a good time you know and and we also we also thought that 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 you and the stone Eye guys were uh and it, probably some of the nicest guys we've ever played shows with just hell, for the record hell yeah uh so how uh how long was the tour that you were just got off of
1: it was uh it was only nine days um you know, it was uh it was fairly large. it was fairly large, uh, the distances in between each show. But uh next time uh, we're hitting the road for fourteen days, and that's in March. Um we're gonna be we're gonna be doing East Coast and South on that one. But yeah.
0: Oh yeah, man. Uh what was the uh uh overall um what's the word I'm thinking of? What was the, uh, damn, I'm drawing a fucking blank right now. It's an easy fucking word. <laughs> what, what was, uh, yeah, All the time. How, how, did, how, did people, how did people react? I did. How was the, was the audiences all right on tour? Did they, they, they like what you all were doing?
1: They fucking loved it. Actually. Um, actually I came from, um, a small doom band back in the day called Crow Holler. And then, uh, I ended up doing some work for a symphonic, um, death metal act that um went international and uh you know uh, that that really didn't work out for me it wasn't my cup of tea so um i started this and thinking you know i was like All right, well i want to do i want to do some really heavy fucking slow shit but i also want to have fun and that meaning i wanted to to pull out a little bit of technical guitar licks and you know really just Worship my guitar and have fun playing it, but I didn't really think people would like it as much as they do. But honestly, people are fucking loving it, man. And as of right now, people say that there isn't a band out that sounds like us, and I and I like that. I like the way that sounds.
0: Yeah, man, you uh, you definitely uh, killed it that night. Uh, and I've been sporting my uh, my ape vermin uh, beanie for for since I got it, That's just about awesome. every day. And uh uh my girlfriend actually she's been wearing her shirt and I've been wearing my shirt. So uh yeah, man, some some cool shit actually. Um uh, I think uh, lo- Kentucky's a bad
1: state.
0: Yeah, man, I, I you know that's that's the thing is like uh it it was really weird. Um Magbar is a place that we've played multiple times. Um multiple times actually in the last couple of years, probably more times than we should, so back to back, honestly. Uh, they're always cool. They're always good. You know, the, the, the the bartenders are always nice. The people doing sound are always nice. Um, and usually there's more promotion. I don't really know what happened. Um, I don't know if they thought, I I don't know. It it still boggles my mind because there, there should have been, there should have been more. There should have been a turnout. You know, the
1: funny thing is, is that happened to us, um, like four other shows on the run where there it wasn't a very good turnout and our flyer wasn't out and nothing was out. Like we weren't <laughs> even like on their, their billboard thing or whatever. And uh yeah. Yeah, but the other shows were goddamn near packed, you know what I mean? And there's flyers out, like there was mass promotion and stuff and uh but this next March tour, we're gonna market it. We're putting out a PR campaign for it. Um we're really gonna promote it a lot and uh we'll see how that turns out.
0: Are you uh, are you in the Stone Eyes guys? Are you all uh, are you all doing another tour together or?
1: Yep, in March, and uh, actually, on this tour, we will be supporting our newest EP, in which I haven't announced until just now. We will be doing oh nice an EP called Arctic Noise. It'll be three songs of nothing but a megalithic slab of heavy fucking metal.
0: Hell yeah. I look forward to hearing that, man. Uh, I, I listen to the the LP a lot. So, uh, Sonic Monolith? Monolith? What is yep. it? Monolith, yep. Monolith, that's right. Okay, yeah. Uh, I always get that that Corpse song confused with it. <laughs> uh, a lot of Monolith, Monolith, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and it, it's, it's it's something that I play a lot. Um, and actually, there's a, a live uh, clip of you all somewhere on YouTube that, uh I find myself uh, i i like watching live stuff when i am blazing and stuff you know
1: Fuck yeah
0: and uh, and that that actually is what uh got me really liking you all uh because that's what I really paid attention to was watching the live stuff as well as the music you know
1: right, right
0: um and you're you're a good front man man you uh you you get into it you have fun, and you know uh you got a good sense of humor about things like you know i dig it man
1: Thanks. uh that that's my thing uh you know uh a lot of people when I was a kid they called me Mini Jack Black, <laughs> but uh, not no, I, carry that on stage, man. And uh, I, I, you know if I'm not having fun, I'm not doing it. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Well, you have you have like a a, a real interesting mixture of uh, you remind me of like three different people molded into one. Um, you remind me of, uh, of like if Zach Wild and Dom Bag and uh Matt Pike uh all all had a baby <laughs> and and that was you. Oh man and that, that, that's a compliment. Obviously. Uh one thing that that I was really impressed about, because uh, one, I've been really excited about that show uh for a while since since we got it booked. Um, which is another reason why I was kind of a bummer that it, it wasn't uh you know promoted like it should have been and all that. Um, but, uh, but one thing that, you know, I was already looking forward to, 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 to seeing you live and everything. And when we got there, uh, the guys in stone, I said that you didn't have your, your band with you and that you were, uh, you were trucking it, uh, with their drummer, uh, yeah. and doing kind of an improv thing. And I was like, okay, all right. And man, you fucking killed it. Uh, I thought you, you and him worked really well together on stage.
1: Yeah, he's a sweet drummer. His name's Jeremiah Burton, and he's a he's a very skilled drummer. He, I can tell, he comes from a jazz background.
0: Uh, Definitely, yeah.
1: He's very thorough and fluent, and he's a fucking badass. But yeah, my drummer, um, shit didn't add up with him. You know, um, you know, respectively, he kind of you know quit the band right before the tour. (coughs) A bass player was unable to make it due to an emergency, and that was understandable. Um, Yeah, should have he'll be on the the next tour. Now, you know, Jeb, the bass player, he's, um, he goes in this 50, 50 with me. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, that's, uh, since day one, that's kind of been the thing. Um, our original drummer, Charlie, it was like that with him, but he ended up having to leave the band, uh, due to his job and stuff, which is definitely understandable because we're, you know, I'm, my train's moving and, uh, it's not going to stop, you know, uh, that's just that's how it has to be sometimes. Much love to all of them though.
0: Oh yeah, definitely, man. No, it's just, I just when when an artist can can go on tour like you were expected to have your whole band on tour,
1: yeah,
0: and then kind of at the last minute it just kind of was like, you know, it was just you and I. I respect the hell out, out of you for the fact that uh, you said fuck it. Um, I'm going to go out here and do this regardless, and you you kicked ass man like you you had you had one of my favorite uh favorite sets that I've seen in a while honestly
1: thanks dude uh yeah man, uh, just the way I was raised um i'm you know I'm not a quitter, man, and if I gotta do it by myself, I'll do it, only death can stop at this point
0: <laughs> yeah that man that's 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 the mindset of of us musicians, man, and just in creative types in general, um there is no stopping. You know, if you are 100% truly a creative person, no matter if you're dealing with art or music or writing or anything like that, there is no giving up on it. Even if you try uh, a thousand times to, you know, say, fuck it, I'm done. I'm done. I'm tired of this. Um, it, it still comes back and it still it comes back even harder than before, usually.
1: Exactly. You yeah. know? And I've been there before. I've, I've kind of been. Oh, like- me too fuck this shit, you know, and, uh, but then after I calmed down and cooled down and I'm like, you yeah, know, what the fuck else am I going to do? You know what I mean? So,
0: yeah, well, it's like, uh, Josh and I, we were, we were in a band, fuck, years ago together. Um, and actually in a couple of different bands together. And, uh, I got kicked out of that band, <laughs> uh, the, the main band I got kicked out of. And it was, it was my own fault. Um, for a lot of ways um, and he and I like we uh, you know we, we didn't we didn't see eye to eye there for a minute but after I got kicked out of that band man I was like fuck this shit I'm done you know I, I'm gonna quit fucking I'm, I'm gonna quit fucking with music I'm gonna find something else to do whatever and then that thought went away and then I was like well fuck it I'll get an acoustic guitar and I'll start doing some singer-songwriter shit right. and that never happened, and it was like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm um, I'm gonna start another band and just move on. And you know, that's that's what happens. You know, it's like you you spend a little bit of time fucking kicking yourself in the ass for whatever reason, and then you get back up on the horse again. You know,
1: that's right, man. Um.
0: So, what when you're writing riffs, and when you're right when you're you're coming up with music and stuff, um, what are some of the influences that? that take that bring you to that place
1: well uh it it it, it starts off you know it's like i'm i love guitar and I, and I play guitar all the time i'm actually a drummer as well but um I play yeah you guitar. mentioned that. yeah yeah uh guitar is in my heart for sure and uh i play guitar all the time and a lot of times it'll come from moods and stuff you know i'll be inspired from you know watching the channel or uh watching some documentaries or something you know whatever mood set and then i kind of create based on that mood <laughs> i study a lot of the occult now that i'm that i'm getting older i study a lot of shit that i think every human being needs to educate their themselves on and uh it really just depends on the uh the vibrations of the day i guess <laughs>
0: yeah no shit uh, what 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 usually is there is there a ritual do you have some type of ritual before you were like okay i'm gonna you know i'm gonna spark a bowl and i'm gonna sit down here and you know just yeah, meet my to, guitar
1: yep and with sonic the sonic monolith days uh, when I was writing that album, my ritual was um you know I'd, I'd you know spark a bowl and I'd drink a beer um nowadays it's just became um me and my guitar and my amp or me, and my guitar and amp and a glass of whiskey. Um,
0: yeah. <laughs>
1: I don't really smoke as much as I used to. Yeah. Not really sure why. I don't know. I just think that it, it ain't meant for some people. And the older I get, the the less I really like it. Now, um, sometimes, though, there's been times where, like, I really just want to smoke a fat fucking doobie and relax. You know what I mean?
0: definitely (laughs) definitely uh yeah no uh whiskey whiskey you mentioned is is a a a thing that that we we do on occasions we have uh uh bourbon brother nights where we have band practice and you know we both kind of are feeling you know a certain way and it's like fuck it you know get the four roses out you know and it's it's kind of crazy because like some people would probably be like well you know it's you shouldn't have to you know, have some type of substance to enhance your, your creativity. And, no, it's not so much that. It's just the fact of it, it makes you feel a little more loose. and Your yeah. mind gets a little more – it wanders a little bit to where you're like, okay, well, I can go this way I can go that, you know?
1: Yeah, man, I'll light up like a big Cuban cigar and, you know, sip on some whiskey, and that really gets me in the zone, you know what I mean? Like, I, yeah, like you just said, I don't really <clears> – <throat> You should ever use a substance to enhance your creativity. Um, but for me, a lot of times it just really relaxes me and gets me in the zone. And it really just makes me uh, makes me more focused in a way sometimes.
0: Yeah. Well, it's like, OK, talking about weed and music and stuff. All right. You've seen Pineapple Express, right? Oh, fuck. Yeah. OK. You know, the beginning of it where Duder like, you know, it's like black and white. And they're making this guy smoke weed. Uh, the guy from Saturday Night Live, I can't remember his name. And uh, he hits the joint and he, he you know, he starts, like, making music. He starts, like, you know, air drumming and he starts doing all that yeah. shit. Um, <laughs> a lot of times, that's how that's how a lot of riffs come to mind for me. Yeah. Is, uh, well, I'll, I'll smoke. And I'll just be sitting in her bed watching something. And then all of a sudden, like. I don't know. Like I, I'll 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 get that feeling like I'm a man, I, I hear something in my head right. and it drives me insane Definitely. until I can like sit down with something and try to figure it out, you know? Yeah. And you
1: know. now I will say, um, me and Jeb, my bass player for Ape Vermin, we have a side thing that we're gonna be launching soon. Um, it's called Fiber. And it's basically a two-piece bass and drums, me on drums, him on bass. And uh, it's uh, basically a two-piece transcendent but heavy jam act. And uh, when I smoke weed during our rehearsals,
0: because,
1: you know, sometimes I'll just do that. Like, I'll (coughs) work my fucking ass off. Yeah. I definitely feel what you're saying right there. Yeah, there's something about it that just makes me fucking play the drums like my motherfucker.
0: (laughs) Oh, dude. Same here, man. I, I just, I, I feel my birthday was Monday and
1: oh, yeah. happy late birthday, brother.
0: Oh, thank you. Uh, <laughs> I wasn't fishing for that by the way. It's just an example of what I'm saying. Uh but, uh, but thank you. No, uh, Monday, Monday was my birthday. And, uh, one of my friends got me a, a nice little, uh, baggie of some green gifts and, um, we had band practice on Tuesday and I, had, I had hit a bowl before I went, you know, went to practice. And man, I swear, like I, I feel like I could play the drums for fucking hours and hours and hours, and I have issues. It, it, you know, and I've been, I've seen, I've went and, and seen Weed Eater a few times, and I've the first time that I that I got them high, um, I had to wait till after the show because they're like, oh, you know, we'll we'll, we'll we'll smoke afterwards. And there's been a lot of people. Uh, I hate God, but you know, a few other bands. Where I'm like, hey, I've got this joint. They're like, oh, well, after, let's wait till afterwards. Some of them, some of the members of the bands, like, they'll they'll hit it whenever, but there's some people that are like, oh, no, I'll wait till afterwards. And I can understand that to a degree. But for me, it's like, man, I almost have to, like, smoke something before I get on stage. Right on. Okay. Not not so much smoke something. I I don't, I just smoke weed, okay? But, But, you know, I have to have my mind in the right place. Yeah, yeah. No crack. No crack. Yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm yeah no no, no, that was that was that was my younger days <laughs>
2: uh,
0: yeah, but uh but you know ages there's something about it. I don't know it's it's you feel more free, your mind's more open, especially in a live setting in a live setting I, I, it makes me feel more like at home with the situation, regardless of what it is, you know what I mean um yeah, uh, so moving on uh what's a what would you say that your, your, your top five influences for Abe Vermin is?
1: For Abe like band-wise? Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see. I'm just to start back to the roots of when I was developing this. What was influencing me at the time was High on Fire, Crowbar, nice. Early Mastodon, yob
0: and sumac okay yeah. nice oh yeah that's that's a that's a good uh good top five there for that
1: is was that five or was that more
0: than five <laughs> that that was five yeah it was five okay. uh you, you you actually named a, a couple of bands that influence us uh yob and and uh high on fire are uh and, and crowbar uh to a degree i'm more of a crowbar fan than josh is but Uh, But, yeah, uh, definitely good bands to uh, influence the mind, you know? Yeah.
1: Anytime I've ever seen –
0: huh? Go on.
1: Oh, no, I said those are definitely the ones.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, anytime that I've seen, like – I've never seen High on Fire Josh has, but uh, we've seen Yob a couple of times. And, man, after seeing them, like, every time I'm just like, fuck, I want to play so bad right now.
1: Right. It's like –
0: it's a totally different mentality. It's like psychedelic sludge, you know, like it's psychedelic doom. I don't know. They're they're like hippies that play doom, you know, and it's it's yeah. it's perfect. <laughs> Not to mention the fact that that Mike Scheid is uh, a really really good guitar player and just a really sweetheart of a guy. He
1: is, yeah. I've never met him, but I can't wait to.
0: Oh, uh, he's oh uh, he's he's super cool. We met him in Georgia. We saw them and uh Lightning Wolf, and Bellwitch.
1: Oh, nice. uh, Bellwitch is is fucking sick.
0: Yeah, they're a big influence on us as well. Um, And, man, like, uh, he was just kind of standing there by the the merch and went and said hi, and he was just as nice as he could be. Uh, Real real easygoing kind of guy, you know? That's awesome. Uh, uh, What what would you say was probably – you had a good run on this tour um what what do you think was was probably is there any highlights of of things that were just like damn man like anything bad that happened any any, anything really bad anything really good like any good tour stories
1: let's see um i don't know i can't really think of anything off head it was a it was a great tour and it was full of fun but it uh, on the other tours I've been on it was a really boring tour in a way uh, <laughs> uh, let's see no uh, well I, the first night of the tour um I was ab wine with a bass amp on the other side
0: mm-hmm. and
1: I caught the motherfucker on fire so that's that's a,
0: Oh wow <laughs>
1: yeah fucker started bellowing smoke it was fucking on fire dude
0: <laughs> that's definitely, yeah. That's that's definitely something you don't forget about. <laughs> yeah,
1: uh, I think, probably think of something after the podcast. Uh, I'll be like, "Fuck, I should have said that," you know. But.
0: <laughs> well, I, I, I'm, I'm sure to have you on uh, at some point again. I'm sure that uh, we can we can retouch up down on that if you want to. Yeah. <laughs> if something pops up, you know, just be like, "Remember that time?" Well, I remembered it, even if it's like months from now. You
1: know, well, no, I have a I have another story. Go ahead. We had our first um, White Castle experience in Kentucky, Uh, me and (coughs) my roadie did, and uh, we were (coughs) baked as fuck. Obviously, we had to do it the good old Harold and Kumar way. Mm -hmm. We went up in the motherfucker, and we ate so much fucking food like they did, and I swear to God, just like it was in the movie, we were shitting our guts out for like three days.
0: Oh, well, yeah, dude. It's White Castle.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> shit, we fucking uh, – when when we went and saw Slayer uh, in Louisville, um, on the way back, uh, I, I was with me – and, me and my girlfriend with a few, few of our friends and stuff. And on the way back, they, everybody was hungry, and we'd been drinking whiskey all night and shit. And so everybody was like, oh, there's a White Castle. What's at White Castle? And I was like, oh, fuck, this is going to totally tear me up. And it's just, like, I couldn't stop eating, man. Like, we had, like, three bags of fucking burgers. There was, like, a bag full of fries. And by the time we got back to my buddy's house, like, there was still, like, shit left over, man, and I could not stop eating it. It was just like, fuck. Well, I can't let it go to waste, you know? No shit. They're so, they're so good, but they're such a fucking – it's such a laxative of a food, you know what I mean?
1: It really fucking is. I, I really want to know what they, what they fucking did to it.
0: Well, it's like when, you know – Anytime somebody's like, oh, i want to give me a couple of sliders. Well, there's a reason they call them sliders. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and I'm not sure if that's like legitimately why they call them sliders. I've been told that's why they're called sliders. Um, Crystal Burger and all that shit. Like, I used to work at a gas station that was connected to a Crystal Burger. And I asked him one time, I was like, why do they call them sliders? And they're like, they're exactly... It's exactly the reason why you're thinking they're called sliders, and I was like, "That is disgusting, and that should really deter me from eating them anymore." But give me six, yeah.
1: No, we said, me and Tristan, we said, uh, Tristan, we, said uh, we will never eat White Castle again, and I, I stand by that.
0: <laughs> I, I mean, ne- don't never say never, but maybe take a break for a little while because that that shit really does like fuck your insides up.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Rough.
0: I don't know if it's the grease. I don't know if it's if it's the uh, I don't know if it's the, the onions they use. It just it's just like good lord, man. Could be the grease. I mean, it could be, but those little fucking things. I guess you eat enough of them. You eat enough of them, and you, you get that that horrible ache in your belly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, so you're talking about. How you're going to be running, and you're hitting some whiskey and some cigars here in a little bit.
1: Yeah, I'm going to run to town and get me my um my cigars and a big bottle of whiskey to sip on for the next couple of weeks.
0: Hell yeah! What uh what whiskey you usually uh go for?
1: Well, I usually I really like Bullet. Now that stuff's good. Um,
0: I love Bullet. Love Bullet.
1: My favorite whiskey ever is a drink called Slow and Low, and uh, it's fairly expensive. But it's uh, basically like a 1800s uh, pharmaceutical recipe, you know. They served it in pharmacies and saloons and shit back in the 1800s. And it's basically just straight rye whiskey, raw honey, uh, rock candy bitters, and um, something else. But um, it's really fucking good. It's called Slow and Low. Mm-hmm. Remember the the brand of it? It's like Hellschlagers or something like that. But it's really good. But... Tonight, I'll probably just get me some cheap old fucking big ass gallon of uh, Evan Williams and put that shit on the ice and sip on it.
0: Man, I used to drink a lot of Evan Williams and then I discovered Benchmark. You ever drink Benchmark?
1: No, I have not.
0: Uh, Benchmark is uh, fucking damn it. It's made by uh, uh, God damn, my brain is farting all over the place tonight shit. Uh, oh, it's going to fucking piss me off. How the fuck do I forget that? Anyway, uh, Bismarck is fucking great. There's another, um, uh, and it, it's made from another really expensive, um, uh, whiskey. And it's pretty much the same thing. It's just aged differently. So they put it as cheaper and it's actually, um, it's better, uh, then it's probably the best cheap whiskey you can get that I've ever had. Uh, the bottle, it comes in a bottle that looks very similar to Jack Daniels. And it's pretty smooth for what it is. And usually you can find it for like eleven dollars, like eleven, twelve dollars for a fifth. And it's uh that's it, probably one of the like one of my favorites that I actually go to, go for. Uh, I also I I'm, I'm also a big Jack fan.
1: Oh fuck and, yeah. You can't go wrong with the Jack.
0: Yeah, fucking just, you can, you can shoot that all day and you can fucking just sit there and just drink it on ice, whatever. It's smooth as hell, which is kind of dangerous, but you know, it it works, you know, Uh, unless I'm I'm feeling those GG moments and I start drinking a little bit of Jim, but
1: yeah, Jim's good too. You know, my motto in life is uh, find what you love and let it fucking kill you.
0: (laughs) Shit. That can be for just about anything, brother. (laughs)
1: Right.
0: <laughs> to to creativity to women. I mean, you know.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: It's it's all those good things in life that uh that kind of make us <laughs> uh, happy and miserable all the same.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that that's <laughs> <a lot. laughs>
0: definitely. Uh, Brett, man, I appreciate you coming on. I know it was a kind of a short notice thing. Uh, I uh, I greatly appreciate it, man. Um, no,
1: I'm glad to have been on. Huh? you know we'll do it again for sure
0: oh definitely definitely uh when okay so have you started recording the ep yet
1: yeah we've started recording bits and pieces but um we're gonna cram in here and really nail it out in a in about a weekend and uh you know we'll go ahead and say that you know we're looking for a release uh by the end of february
0: nice well uh maybe uh maybe once you get that uh done and whatnot you can come back on and tell us about how the recording process went and all that shit
1: absolutely i'll be recording it myself here in my studio i've actually named my studio arctic noise studios just because uh, mm-hmm. it's a good name for a studio the noise part and the uh, first release that will be recorded in here is going to be called arctic noise so i figured what better name for my studio than arctic noise <laughs>
0: Yeah, it makes, it makes a lot of sense, actually. Um, I do like that name, though. That's that's pretty cool. Um, Thank you. Anything with like Arctic, you know what I mean? It's just like, oh, that sounds really cool like that. Frozen stuff. Uh, yeah. Maybe it's just a stone in me. Uh, man, right. Imagination. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Uh, but, yeah, man, um, enjoy your Evan Williams and your cigars. And um, I'll, uh, I'll holler at you later, brother
1: thank you brother I definitely will do you have a great night and stay drunk brother
0: (laughs) have a good one brother.
1: alrighty man bye bye
0: later now while doom music can go both ways you can have bands that do vocals and have bands that are just instrumental um ape vermin does a little bit of both um my uh, my next guest, uh, next conversation, uh, as I'm calling them. Conversation sounds so much better. Um, is in a band called Mammoth Lord. A band that uh, I, like Ape Vermin, uh, found basically befriending people from bands and checking out their bands. And Mammoth Lord's one uh, that I really have been sinking my teeth into here lately uh remind me a lot of uh bong ripper uh neurosis that kind of stuff Uh, although neurosis is not instrumental when you listen to the music you'll understand what i mean by that um so without further ado uh here's heath from mammoth lord uh, we had a pretty pretty lengthy conversation and uh coulda talked to, to that guy for a lot longer. Uh same with Brett from Eight Berman. Two cool guys, two good bands. But anyway, uh so here's Heath uh and I discussing Mammoth Lord, uh New Orleans, sludge metal, um, influences and a little bit of everything. Enjoy. Heath, how's it going, man? Dude. How about you? Uh, about the same. It's been kind of a hectic last couple hours, but sorry it took so long to get on here, man.
2: You know how life happens sometimes. Oh, dude, it's cool, man. Dude, this is like a total... I never knew you uh, could do it like this. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: it's it's kind of an interesting little app, honestly. Uh, so anyway, uh, go ahead and introduce yourself uh, and uh, what you do, and we'll get into it.
2: Uh, my name's Heath. I play guitar in a doom called Mammoth Lord from Blissfield, Michigan. You can Google that if you want it's in the middle of fucking nowhere. I swear, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, completely. Yeah, yeah. All right. Just, to say, just make sure, because if not, it's going to be a lot of, um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: No, no. I, I cussing is a uh, is a big thing about my uh, on my show. I mean, it can't be called Nasty Nation without being a little nasty, right?
2: Hey, I, yeah, I'm just like double checking, man. I've had like people get mad at me about that shit. Like, I did an interview for a newspaper once, and they weren't happy with it.
0: Oh <laughs> uh, well, we're not. We're, we're, I'm not. Uh, I'm not uh, some fucking wani-ass. It's all good. It's all good. Uh, yeah, so Mammoth Lord, man, how long have y'all been together? Um, It's
2: actually a funny story. We formed in June, but we, all of us were in a band prior called Blind Haven. Like, medically couldn't do it anymore, and like we decided, all right, we're just going to end this and start a different band just add a second guitar player because we didn't like we did out of like respect towards our singer because you know he was a hell of a front man and honestly we couldn't think of anybody to like replace him and we felt of the situation because he had like multiple hernias from improper screaming oh shit it's pretty yeah. It's pretty intensive. Like you think about it, like, you know, the dude was putting that much in to it where it physically like fucking destroyed his body.
0: Well, I'll tell you, I, uh, I can't remember how I found mammoth Lord. I don't know if I, I added you on, uh, on Facebook first and then, I uh, you know, take the band out or whatever, but, uh, man, I really dig the fuck of what you're all doing. Uh, I think that you all are fucking killer. Um, I uh, you you all don't have any uh,
2: official releases out or anything yet, do you? No, um, we are actually re- end of February, so by like late April, May, the album should be out. It's four songs, self-titled, no bullshit, straight fucking doom. Hell yeah, man! Uh,
0: that's how that's how I like it. Actually, uh, there's a couple of live clips, um, on YouTube. You all and. uh I frequently blaze up and, and, and watch those uh, because it puts me in the right mind, mindset.
2: Oh, dude, that's fucking awesome, dude. We definitely appreciate that. We definitely <laughs> like it. Like the other th- uh, three guys in the band are heavy smokers. Like I'm not, I used to be, but I mm-hmm. had trouble with the law for so fucking long that by the time I got done with it, I'm like, I'm cool. Plus I, I worked in this crazy factory for like eight fucking years Again, constantly, I was just like, "It's not worth it for me."
0: Yeah, no, it, that sucks, man. I wish that the the laws would change with with, with certain things. I know because Michigan Michigan's legal now, right?
2: Um, it's legal for state, but it's still e- uh uh illegal federally. So it all depends. Like a cop could stop you. And, like, you can get a citation if, like, you don't have, like, your card or if you have o- over a certain amount. Mm-hmm. But a job can still uh, drug test you. Like, you get yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah yeah. That makes- yeah, yeah. A lot of fucking gray areas. It's not 100% legal. That's where people are, like, getting the misconception. But it yeah. is very, very fucking lenient now, which is amazing. I mean, like I don't smoke, but I'm still all for it. You know, fuck yeah, like that's awesome.
0: Definitely, definitely. If uh, if you check out uh, the other podcast, you'll uh, that that I've done, uh, you'll notice that uh, marijuana is a, a subject that comes up quite a bit. <laughs> um, so I always, oh, it's, it's, it's always, it's always a subject that it comes back to, especially when talking about doom metal.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's I. I don't understand the fucking bad stigma that comes with it. Cause like, you know, it alcohol is way fucking worse. I mean, like, you know, I don't really drink a lot, but I know I used to do a lot of stupid shit when I was fucking drunk. Like growing up, I was never like, "Oh, let's smoke a joint and go like fight a cop. No, it's drink a bottle of whiskey and fight a cop type shit. You know? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I definitely
0: agree, man. Uh, I've, I've gone back and forth with drinking uh, shit for years now. And uh, I find that that smoking's a lot better. Uh, also, the fact that I mean, well, it, yeah. it actually got it actually got uh, me off of a lot of bad shit about mm, not nine years ago now. I'd mean, say uh, I'm the only
2: one in the in, yeah. In, but... in... Go on, dude. I'm basically like in the same fucking boat, dude. About ten fucking like years ago, I quit doing fucking hard shit and fucking slowly just. Qu- it's not that I quit drinking cause I'll still have like a beer, like at like a show, you know, a beer or two, but I don't get drunk anymore. I should say.
0: Yeah. Like, I, uh, it has to be a
2: special I, occasion.
0: yeah. <clears throat> well, my, my birthday was on the 13th and, uh, needless to say, I, I, I drank quite a bit of Jack Daniels that night. So, and benchmark. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. going, going, uh, going back to mammoth Lord, um, yeah, no. It was something else uh, that that actually this is kind of it's kind of ridiculous, but I, I figured that any band that has members in it that uh, look like they could be my brothers, <laughs> uh, you, and, you and the drummer. I swear, man. Me and my girlfriend were we were we were hanging out one night, and I had uh, I had one of your old shows on, and um, she just kind of looked at me and then looked at the screen and then looked back at me, and I was like, I know they look like that; uh, they could be related to me. Uh, <laughs> the shaved head and the the beard, you know. Uh, so I had to chat. I, I, I already know you were all gonna be awesome anyway. I mean, come on. Uh, But uh, yeah. So you said that uh, this EP is supposed to be out at the. Are you you're recording it, or it'll be out around after February? What was it you said?
2: We're gonna record it in at the end of February at uh lake bottom. Lake Bottom Recording House in Toledo. Like they do a lot of great albums. If you get the chance like check out like Bonefolder, fucking Italatrid, and so on. Like there's like a whole little like Toledo scene that records at the same fucking place. But we're going to oh, do really? that at the end of February and hopefully it should be out by mid April, early May.
0: Hey, I mean uh well, if you wanted to I don't know yeah. If you wanted to do a a, a a record release show, man, you know, just holler at us.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um. Actually. Um. Right now, we got a schedule for May 9th. Is going to be the actual release show. Mm-hmm. We literally just booked it like fucking at the beginning of the week, and like we decided today that it was going to be our release show because we're like it's going to be out of like guaranteed before then we just didn't want to like fuck ourselves and like book it like april 3rd and the album not be like prepared because that's happened before like i have literally played a cd release show where our cds showed up that fucking day and it was the most stressful fucking day of my life
0: no i'd say so we uh we don't do like man we're really bad about that like we, we we've never done a, a release show or anything like that. Just the fact that for that same reason, it's like we we have limited amount of time to to do what we do. Um, and there's been so many times where like, okay, we're gonna have this out at this time, and it's like eh, it's still not out yet. <laughs> so it's like I can yeah. definitely understand the stress.
2: <laughs> yeah, it fucking it can be a fucking hectic because I'm usually the guy that books everything in our band, so like weighs even heavier on my fucking head like Jesus you guys have no idea how stressful this fucking is
0: yeah no shit man um, being, being in a band anyway it can be kind of stressful and all the things that go along with it but you know it, it, at the end of the day it's it's kind of all a part of it you know like the weird little stresses and it's like you know if, if if one of your main stresses is that my record just now got here we have a record release show going on eh you know it could be worse right yeah. It the could be makes a fucker worse.
2: <laughs> it. But it's kind of like having have having multiple girlfriends. <laughs> like sometimes yeah. you're like fuck. Man. <laughs> but in like a good way, you know. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah that's that's you're one like, of the uh, reasons why doing man.
2: that, man. Chill.
0: Uh so out of curiosity, because there's a there's a few different bands because, I mean, OK, in Doom and in Sludge, because we played the same type of shit, uh, it's hard not to have your influences come out. And yeah. I, I hear a couple I hear a couple of different bands uh, that's kind of mixed in with what you all do. So I'm kind of curious about this. What, what would you say, like the top five bands that influence
2: Mammoth, Mammoth is? Well, first and foremost, Black Sabbath. I mean, you okay. can't fucking play this type of shit without having that Sabbath influence. Truth. Uh, goddamn Neurosis. Yes. Uh, Bong Ripper. Of course. Um, I'm Trying to think, because like, we're all pretty fucking all over the map. Early Mastodon. We're big into the like that style of shit. A lot of the New Orleans scene, like it's hard to pick one like New Orleans band. Like I Hate God or Crowbar? Yeah, yeah. Like I Hate God, Crowbar, Acid Bath. And then like you get the shit like Goat soil and Soylent Green. Mm hmm. You know, all oh, yeah. thrown into it. a giant blender of filthy madness.
0: What's funny is, is, is you named at least four bands that I've already, I have already already was like, I wonder, I guarantee they like these bands. Bong Ripper, Neurosis. Right. Bong Ripper, Neurosis, Sabbath, uh, and uh, uh, and the Mastodon thing. Uh, I, I definitely could hear all that shit, man. Nothing wrong with it all. And then, the fact that, because I think I, I've seen a couple of pictures and clips, and you're wearing I Hate God shirts. Yeah. Uh, I Hate God's like my favorite fucking band. So, like, that's awesome. That's yeah, also-
2: big props <laughs> you got good taste man i blame confess ruined lives for like ruining my fucking high school career <laughs> like the minute i got that album i was like holy fuck and then followed with you and i'm like holy fuck this is what i need to play fuck everything else yeah man no actually the first time that i heard i hate god
0: uh i didn't like him. Um, I, I I was just now kind of getting into like the the doom sludge thing. Before that, if it wasn't fast, fuck it, you know what I mean. Uh, for the most part, and then when I really got into sludge, like you know, Melvins and all that shit, I Hate God was one of those bands that I went back and revisited, and I had to have everything by them. Uh, I Mike's vocals grew on me. Uh, the music itself was just fucking killer, and it was like okay, I, I downloaded. Every album, and then went and bought every album when I had the money, and gave it. Well, gave yeah. away the other ones I had. Like, just super fucking. Like, seriously, I could talk about I hate God all day, just because they are my favorite band. Um, but, uh, but yeah, man, and the Bongripper thing definitely. Like, they're one of my favorite fucking bands too. Uh, and oh, dude, I, the uh,
2: past decade, in like mm-hmm. the past like decade, I feel like they've like been probably like as far <clears> as, <throat> as bands that are like putting shit out now the past 10 fucking years, those dudes have dominated like every oh, release they've done for fucking Satan worshiping doom, like miserable terminal and like all their EPs just fucking, I soak that shit in. I'm like, this is amazing.
0: You can put their disc discography on and it's like almost endless. Like it's, it's awesome. It's all awesome killer shit. I mean, uh, we do, we do a mixture of instrumental and then some stuff with vocals. We have more instrumentals right now than the vocals, just because I do the vocals and playing drums. And, and and singing at the same time can be difficult, so I have to find the right songs that I can actually do that with, you know what I mean? And yeah. uh, I find myself a uh, really, really big bong ripper and, like, Pelican and Russian Circles when it comes to that shit. Uh, oh, always to yeah. be in bands that blast before band practice.
2: You yeah, see, like, that's another influence that, like... As far as, like, our clean stuff, because we do, like, clean passages and shit every now and again. And, like, we definitely go for, like, the Pelican, Russian Circles type shit, you know, just to try to mix it up. But then, like, also, we're not afraid to go to the route of, like, black metal. Like, because we're big oh, into, like, so- fucking crap and, like, Dark Throne and shit like that.
0: Oh, hell yeah. Well, I think I think when it comes down to Doom and black metal kind of go, uh, go hand in hand together. And some people don't understand that. But it's like, honestly, I mean, like Black and Doom is kind of, I guess you'd almost call it oxymoron because in a lot of ways, Doom is black metal and black metal is Doom. If you actually look about, like, what, you know, what subject matter and, like, feeling
2: of the songs, they're very similar, you know? And also in, like, the low fuck it, do it attitude of both genres, at least to me, that's how I feel. Because, like... some like doom albums like dude you listen to like a sledge album by like weed eater this shit sounds like it's like recorded in a fucking basement but it's awesome that's what makes it that much fucking better
0: yeah definitely like that's that's one thing that attracts me to the whole you know doom and black metal and all that shit is the rawness uh, of the sound of a lot of albums you know Uh, as long as long as you've got that fucking that thick bass and uh, you know trampling drums you know like and give it to me you know like, that's what i want to hear
2: <laughs> yeah um, doom is definitely something that's meant to be felt like once you go see a good solid doom show and you feel your chest feeling like it's caving in that fucking thump there's no coming mm-hmm. back from that like you're fucking oh, dude. done dude and if you don't get it after that then there's no point for you even to carry on like don't even try exactly there's, man, there's been so many
0: people that I, I've, you know, I've got a lot of friends that like doom and sludge. And then I've got a lot of friends who don't really get it. Uh, there was a guy that, that I worked with a while back. He played uh, drums and guitar and I was trying to get him to I hate God. And he's like, man, I just can't do it. And I was like, why not? He's like, it's just so simple. He's like, it's like, it's like, they don't even, it's like, they've got talent. But I was like, man, seriously, like some of like the best riffs are simple, quote unquote, simple. doesn't fucking matter, yeah. man. Keep it simple, stupid. You know what I
2: mean? Well, also do the simplicity is actually at times harder than you would think. Because yeah. I had a buddy in my old band. We were like a sludge doom band and our drummer, we separated for like two fucking months and our buddy filled in and he was like, a crazy technical drummer like super fucking fast had like you know like dave fucking lombardo joey Jordison type hands and like quick feet he couldn't mm-hmm. play the slow he like couldn't <sighs> grasp his fucking mind around it like,
0: yeah he, it really it really isn't for every drummer uh yeah i had i had a drummer and and the band that, that me and josh originally were in um we had we had an amazing uh, friend of ours who is an amazing drummer. I mean, the guy can play. He's just an amazing musician. He can play just about fucking anything he puts his hands on. But playing slow is something that like he struggled with. He could he could do it, but he struggled with it. Um, and I never quite understood like you know the whole like okay, well playing playing slow is kind of tricky. And then when I started playing drums and playing the slower stuff, which i've I've gotten I've gotten progressively better at. Like, it is tricky because there are times yeah. where you just want to fucking just blast, you know, and just fucking like when you're like, nope. like your body is trying to tell you to do that. But don't like refrain from it. And I don't know. It, it's it is kind of it is kind of a tricky thing, man. So people people running their goddamn jaws saying that it's, you know, oh, I don't get it. It's too simple. It's like, man,
2: fucking seriously. Like you think playing like, you know. Like, the whole fucking Doom thing, because, like, how you said, like, you were more into, like, faster shit. I was, too, dude. I grew up on, like, Slayer and shit like that, but I always loved, like, Sabbath. And, like, yes, I, yeah. you know, in my, late, dude, in my late teens and early 20s, I played in fucking fast bands, you know, Kill, Fuck, Destroy type shit. And, like, yeah. like, basically climbing a mountain, and once I got to the top, I just saw it was, like, fucking a zen moment of, like, nah, man. I'm going to go slow. Fuck this. I'm doing the complete opposite of everybody else. And yeah. I've never looked back. And that was like about a decade ago. I was just like, fuck it. I'm playing slow. It's, where, it's what yeah. I need. To do.
0: There, there's a certain feeling, you know, when, when, when you're playing that, that the, the slow, heavy riffs from, you know, like, okay, you put on a Slayer album, which I'm a big Slayer fan. Um, yeah, you know it's, it's the heaviest, like fastest stuff. And you're like, yes, 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 and you just like your adrenaline's all over the place. And then you turn around and you put on, you know, uh, like a cough album. And, oh yeah. Oh, you know, and then you're just like, whoa, okay. And then your body goes. This goes back to the marijuana <laughs> thing. Body gravely uh, or slowly gravitates to a bowl, and you're like, I just feel the need to smoke. And you get this feeling like, you know, it's like Slayer Pantera drinking music. Like, you know, when, you know, when it comes down to like, you know, cough and I hate God stuff that is like complete insane vitus and shit. Like you completely like you smoke out and then like, even though it may be aggressive stuff, you're just kind of like, I don't know. maybe, Maybe that doesn't make any sense. But for me, I feel more creative. I feel more alive listening to like the slower stuff and just chilling out than trying to, you know, have like an adrenaline Fucking, I
2: don't know hangover. <laughs> yeah, does that make sense? Oh <laughs> no, I know exactly what you're like saying. Like I'm a fucking a headphone dude. Like I'm I'm always wearing headphones at home and shit. And like yeah, it's a, like record collection. And I'll I'll just sit there and zone the fuck out and just you know jam some fucking Paul Bear or some like super oh, fucking fuck heavy yeah. hello at the same fucking time shit. Yeah, or I'll fucking throw my dog in my van and we'll just go drive the country roads because I live in the middle of nowhere so it's like fucking like our town is like three miles like around and then just surrounded by cornfields
0: oh wow you do live out there in the middle of nowhere
2: we live live pretty nowhere but not like that (laughs) yeah it's nothing but cornfields man like the next town uh, over is like about twenty minutes.
0: Yeah. Huh. Jesus. See, I I I wish that, that I lived in a situation like that sometimes. Too many people around here are fucking shitty. I just don't like people a lot of times. Uh, and that's the beauty of like, you know, a lot of this music shit, you know.
2: You know, like, like you meet people. people. Do what? How far away are you from like fucking like uh, Louisville? Uh, about about an hour and a half, uh, about hour and forty five, two hours. All right, yeah, because I wasn't for sure because like I went to your guys's page and I was like, I've never heard of fucking central Kentucky. Like it said, and I was talking oh, to my yeah. homie because he lived from, like Louisville and shit like that. I was like, Hey, how far away is this? He's like, I don't know, man. I don't pay attention. Mm. He's like, well, thanks for the help.
0: Yeah, no, uh, Mount Sterling is, it's, like I said, about two hours away from Louisville. Uh, it's closer to Lexington. Um, it's honestly, it's like your small town fucking Bible belt, you know, meth heads running amok, uh, you know kind of place where everybody knows everybody is you know you've seen that person you may not know their name but you've seen that person or or they're related to that person and you know their whole family but you don't know you know what i mean like it's it's, yeah, it's, it's kind different.
2: of a like you literally just described my town <laughs> oh yeah see yeah, like everyone don't those fucking
0: yeah it's like one big cheers um, yeah. you know it's like we here there's not much of a music scene uh, at all. At, at one time, the, our, our old band, uh, there were, we had, there was a few bands here in town and we all had shows and people showed up and it was a great fucking time all the time. Well, we all got older and a lot of people were gone. They don't, you know, don't fuck with music anymore. And now there is like nothing. Um, there's, there's us. Um, and then right across the street from where Josh lives, uh, there's uh, a couple of friends of ours who are in a band called Dower. Uh, yeah, that uh, that play, you know, extreme, you know, black metal, you know, death metal kind of shit. Um, and then uh, uh, there's another band um, called Into the Grave that's around the same area, kind of like kind of surrounding Mount Sterling. And they're like, you know, they're dead like kind of a death thrash kind of band. And then you got like, there's but there's a couple of those bands around here that are very like pop metal, like, you know, like hard rock shit, like, yeah. Uh, more, more seether and Nickelback kind of shit. Does that make sense? Yeah. And yeah, yeah. And there's not, there's not, you know, there's not much uh, really a, a scene around here. We, get, we actually get lucky enough to be able to practice. Uh, well, we used to practice in my house, but we had to move and I live in a shitty duplex, but, uh we we practice up at josh's little house now in his living room and we are just very thankful that no one gives a shit because honestly people around here don't get the kind of music we play any place around here it's like hey we need a band to play and i'm like oh yeah we'll play and they're like uh we need something more uh bar friendly i'm like what (laughs) you you ask for a band you know Because nobody gets it, man. You know what I mean? Like, there's nobody putting on shows. And the shows that have been put on here in the last, like, 10 years have been, like, flops. You know, some people will come out and have a good time. And then you have, like, a bunch of, you know, people getting pissed off because this person, like, spilled booze on their fucking, you know, on their truck or something. I don't know. It's stupid shit around here, man. So we have to travel. We have to travel, like, two hours to go to Louisville. We barely ever play Lexington. Like, uh, that's about an hour away, give or take, maybe thirty forty five minutes, uh, depending on who's driving. You know, did, is there any is there any kind of scene where you are? I mean, because living in a small town and stuff, I'm guessing you probably don't. But I've been shocked before. Is there any other bands
2: around your Man, area? Like, you basically just described everything I was about to say. <laughs> like, we're oh, the well. only band in fucking our town. There's not a single venue, Hello. and within our entire county, there's one other band, and they're a grindcore band called Snuffed Out, and our other guitar player nice. plays in that band. And Hell so, yeah. like If Snuffed we- Out, I got you. There. So, yeah, dude, they're pretty fucking pretty intense. <laughs> <laughs> Want to play a show? Closest is Toledo, and that's about a half hour, and then after that, like. Lansing's about an hour and a half north, and then like, Detroit, which is like an hour away. But luckily, luckily that like personally myself, I've been playing in bands for like twenty fucking years, so I know a lot right, of yeah. bands, other bands. So we're past the oh shit, we're in the middle of nowhere. There's no wall uh, where to play thing. Where mm-hmm. people I've known all all these fuckers forever. So it's like. I just sent him a quick email, hey, let's book this show and it's good to go. And so we've been fortunate as far as that goes, but as far as like playing our home mm-hmm. fucking town, like we threw a couple house shows a couple of years ago with our old band and those were fucking cool, but people really didn't care about the fans. They were just there to fucking party, which was still fucking cool, but Oh
0: yeah, yeah. I mean, I miss house shows, dude. House shows are always the shit. I mean, because Oh, have you know, you that go that to a venue. Yeah. Well, you, you go to a venue and, and you don't always have a turnout. That's happened now, like, a couple a couple times to us. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's nobody there, all that shit or whatever. But if you go to a house party, um, there's usually like, depending on the situation, usually you've got a pretty good amount of people there. And yeah, they may be there to just like, you know, drink and smoke weed and like, you know, hit on like somebody's cousin's girlfriend. Um, but they might also like, Oh, there's this band playing, you know, and then, Word of mouth, and then you get more people over, and it always ends up being a fun situation. I, I've, I've been, to, I've been to certain house shows and played house shows where there's been some drama, but man, house shows! I wish there was more of them. There is, there isn't. There's never
2: house shows barely at all around us anymore. Yeah, like see, like I'm a uh, 36 years old, so like a lot of my fucking friends that we used to do house shows with, they're all older now, got fucking kids, they don't want to take the chance of getting a fucking window broke or something crazy but yeah. it happens you get older people get laid well, whatever yeah well i i just turned 36 so like
0: you know that that's 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 the thing i was actually i was gonna ask you like so you don't have any kids or nothing i got a dog that's you it. got a dog you got a dog yeah, I, have, um, I have a dog uh, and two kids man and it, it, it definitely can make things difficult, you know, it, kinda, it, it also kind of good segue into what I was actually getting ready to talk about uh, was is the fact of like, you know, as musicians, there's certain things in our lives that that we, we have to take responsibility for before we can go off and have fun, you know, or you've got to figure yeah. out some way to meet in the middle. And uh, uh, having kids and being, you know, th- you know, 36 years old, you know, two kids. My son lives with me full time. You know, uh, we get one day out of the week to have band practice usually. Um, and trying to get all that shit, like trying to get every, you know, the, the normal, uh, you know, metalhead dad routine mixed in with, okay, well, I've got to take, take care of this, this, that, and the other. And then then I have that one day of, like, fucking, like, just rejoicing you know, fucking beating the chefs and drums, you know, like it's, it's, it's what we do. It's like, you, it's like, you got a job and you know, like, okay, uh, I, I, I can either, I need the money. I can either take off work to play this really badass show and just deal with it, whatever comes, or you're like, uh, I kind of really need the money. But if it's a good show, <laughs> you know what I mean?
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, what? Because I, you know, like our bass player, he's married, has two kids. Our drummer has a kid. Actually, has two kids. But um, luckily, we were all jamming together prior before the kids, so it was an mm-hmm. easy transition for them. Like it wasn't like, oh, we started a band, well. You got kids, we can't figure out a practice day. We already had, you know, pretty much a scheduled days. We practice twice a week. But, like, if stuff comes up, we're pretty cool about it. You know, somebody can't make it, (coughs) like, so be it. But as far as work goes, our bass player is a tattoo artist. So his job's pretty, oh, nice, pretty open. And yeah, yeah like my current job they're pretty cool with whole playing in a band thing as long as i let them know like that's why like usually like when we like we book shows we try to at least go book like at least two two months ahead of time so i could like Mm -hmm. put it in for the schedule time but like that's why I feel bad when, like, people hit us up for like last minute shows. Like, yeah, it's not going to work, dude. We got kids, family, jobs, you know, like mm-hmm. we're older. We can't just, like, it's not like when you're all like 20 and you're like, yeah, fuck yeah, let's do it. Who cares? Let's play. It's like, oh, uh, yeah. No, yeah.
0: Well, it's, it's funny because, you know, it's like, like you said, like at one time it was just like, all right, yeah, we can play. Fuck it. Let's go. You know, it's like, cause us, you know, we, uh, we didn't have kids when we first started playing music and you know, we were, we, it was always one of those things we were constantly going to like, you know, going to concerts and doing whatever, you know, it's last minute and shit. And now being older, it's like, okay, well, I gotta make sure I have a couple of months to tell my kids, mom, Hey, I need you to watch them these, you know, these days, you know, we get asked to play shows last minute all the time in Louisville Uh, because a lot of people think that a lot of people think that we're a Louisville band. Because we play there so much. And it's like, no, we're not. It's
2: not that easy for us. Do what? Because that's what I thought at first. Because I saw, like, when I first heard about your band, because I think you, like, I posted a video on Mm -hmm. fucking the, like, Ohio metal page or something. And you're like, yeah, dude, check out my fucking band. And I went to it. And there was a (laughs) photo of you guys playing at the Mag Bar. And, like, we – dude, my yeah. old band played there, like, five fucking, like, years ago. I'm like, okay, they're from the Louisville area. That's fucking awesome.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
2: Stone Yeah, dude. Yeah.
0: I mean, there's a, we've made – like, that's the kind of crazy thing, man, is, like, um, the, being the fact that we play Louisville more than anything, I mean, that's what we're trying to do this year, actually, is try to get out of Kentucky a little bit. Yeah, Uh, we've only played we played we played indiana uh the end of last year and uh you know trying to we want to you know play some other shows around you know maybe do some show trading with some bands and stuff but you know it's like lexington we're not really a part of the scene of lexington you know because like there's kind of without going into too much or causing any shit you know what i mean uh there's a click there's like a click problem um and it's like, if you're not in with these people or you're not in with these people, then you don't belong kind of thing. Oh, um, you know exactly. What so you mean. yeah, and it sucks. Uh, Cause we've, there's a lot, a lot of opportunities that we, we don't get to ask to do. There's been festivals, you know, that we don't get asked to do that. We would love to do things of that nature. <coughs> Pretty much like, you know, uh, it just kind of sucks, and when we started playing Louisville. A lot of people thought we were, like I said, a Louisville band because we played Highland Tap Room a bunch, we played Mag Bar a bunch. Uh, I'm trying to think. I think there's a couple other places in Louisville. Oh, we played. We played uh, Tiger Room last year. We opened up for Pentagram. Nice. Uh, but like, yeah, yeah, it was it was interesting. Uh, uh, Bobby Lubling is a very inner, uh, very Interesting <laughs> vocalist, to yeah. say the least.
2: After I watch uh, that his- documentary and watching him talk about the parasites on his fucking arm, I'm like, dude, wow. I don't yeah, know that's saying. a that's an intense movie. Yeah, I'm like, damn, dude, I'm like, don't do drugs.
0: Yeah, no shit, no shit. He he looks like he's doing pretty good these days, though. um but he's still a fucking perv on stage. Just band kicks ass though. Um, but uh, we actually got a pretty good response, and actually the band actually liked us, and it made me feel really nice. The drummer's badass, and he really liked us. Um, but uh, do you all do you all uh, play many shows like outside of like your usual area? I mean, like I know like you have uh, you know about twenty minutes, twenty thirty minutes <laughs> away to play places. But like besides the usual, do you all go out of state much or?
2: Um, y- yes and no. Like, I know that our plan this summer is to get as far out as, like, we can. Because, mm-hmm. like, usually, like, Columbus is the farthest we usually go on a regular basis. Like, from, like, okay. going from, like, to, like, Columbus a little bit past, like, Lansing, Detroit area. I mean, but, like... Michigan's a big fucking state. <laughs> like, dude, you could drive for eight fucking hours and still be in the motherfucker.
0: Yeah, yeah. I have actually not ever been uh, to Michigan.
2: It's brutal. You know, a lot of friends and stuff that have that lived there. Dude, like, it's so brutal. Like, this is why I'm sitting here on a Friday because fucking, there's supposed to be some crazy ass storm coming in. And I'm like, oh, fuck, you never know. You might get fucking, like, yeah, you wake up tomorrow. Everything's covered in fucking ice or a foot of snow. Or you like shit. You never know. Yeah, um, shit, man. Maybe
0: uh, maybe we can talk about maybe uh, meeting up a couple of times uh, on the road this summer.
2: Maybe. Yeah, I was gonna like uh, fucking like mention that because I believe in like June July we're gonna try to play the Buzzbin and Canton. And it'd be sweet to, like, oh nice. go from, like, Canton to uh, the Kentucky area to make it, like, a weekend fucking thing. But, like, that's yeah. why I am trying to see how close you were to, like, the, like, Louisville fucking, like, area. Because I was trying to think of other bands I know from that area.
0: Yeah. Um, uh, we, can, we can talk about it. Maybe we can meet somewhere else, too. Um, yeah. Maybe, like, before you get into Kentucky, like, well, we can drive up somewhere and then we'll just play a couple of shows in a row together. Uh, if y'all be down for that, we, we, we got time to discuss. Obviously, but uh, we, you oh, yeah. know, we we usually have a have no problem getting shows booked at Magbar, and uh, I think Highland would probably still have us. So, uh, so yeah, we'll have to definitely uh, uh, figure something out with that man. I uh, I really dig what uh, what Mammoth Floor does, and also Blonde Haven. I actually, when I was watching y'all's video the other day, um, a, a Blonde Haven show came on afterwards yeah um uh, and i was like wait is that that's that heath guy right there isn't it? and i was like oh shit okay yeah yeah yeah." and that was though that was a pretty killer band that that i can definitely see why your vocalist had issues he's <laughs> got a very um uh, very high-pitched squeal
2: kind of like scream thing like i hate god or some shit or like buzz of it yeah he was huge like the whole fucking like New Orleans thing all fucking o- over again that and like a lot of like the michael williams still on <laughs> Samo type thing he's big into that oh yeah
0: but, and they're both influences on me as well so i can understand
2: <laughs> uh like but uh but, well, I'm actually, like, kind of disturbed when people aren't into, uh, like, the fucking, like, New Orleans scene, period. I'm like, how can you not enjoy this? I'm good. Yeah.
0: Well, it kind of dominates, like, this the whole sludge thing. You know what I mean? Like, they're like, oh, you, you named off, like, a good portion of bands, you know? Yeah.
2: Dude, before you know, I was like, what type of guitar do you play? I was trying to figure it out the other day. Uh well I'm the drummer. Okay, then I'm totally fucking wrong. Yeah, man. I thought you were the guitar player. My bad.
0: <laughs> I feel something <laughs> like else. Okay. No, it's okay.
2: It's okay. Uh, <laughs> oh man, I feel like there is. World.
0: Well, the, here's the funny thing when it comes to when it comes to the band. Um, okay, one we have a really long name, Bastard Sons of a Judas Goat, and people yeah. constantly fuck up the name. Uh, they like the name, but they fuck the name up. And also the other thing is, is Josh and I. People get us confused because we both have tattoos, we both have a shaved head, and we both have a beard. So, don't feel bad. You're not the only person. There's been like 30 other people who thought that I was a guitar player. I'm like, no, but I can answer. I can answer the question. Uh, he has a Monson, um, which is the same brand that uh, mike Scheit from yob uses yeah 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 um, like, that's
2: why i was like what the fuck how yeah. the fuck you get that thing
0: i think man i love uh, whenever like he lets me like show him a riff or something because i do play guitar too yeah uh, like i'll be like i got a riff i always feel so weird playing that guitar i can't get into it because i'm, I'm like dude this thing is so expensive like Holy fuck! Like it's it's a beautiful guitar, man. And that thing did cost him a pretty fucking penny, but he's he's got a good job. So,
2: <laughs> well, congrats to him and on he, that
0: one. Yeah. Well, he also knows how to manage his money. Um, therefore, I don't. Um, I'm not. I'm. I try to be better with it these days, but I still suck at it. And he's actually like awesome at it. So I give him a lot of fucking respect for that. Yeah. Because uh, he's got a lot, of, a lot of cool gear, and it's awesome being in a band with him <laughs> for many reasons. But he gets a lot of cool toys that he, he, he fucks around with. Yeah, he, sure.
2: I'm in the same boat as you. I'm terrible at managing cash. Like, I bought a lot of gear, but I'm one of those dudes where nothing stays. Like, if she, I will fucking trade gear off in a heartbeat. <laughs> like, peace. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Fuck, like, record collection. I don't sell any of that.
0: Man, I had uh, a pretty nice record collection a while back and uh, my record player got shitty and it didn't work anymore and I needed the money. Um, t- times were really shitty at that moment and I was trying to get bills caught up and just trying to find some extra way and I ended up selling like all my records. I've got like four left over that are for when my son's older, yeah. uh, which actually – Two of those, two of those records are actually the Acid Bath records. Nice, uh, because my son's named after Dax Riggs. His name's Dax, and uh, if that tells you anything about my, yeah, I love Acid Bath. I love that band. <laughs> um, Fucking awesome. But those, I, I, mean, I kept those, but I kept those. Um, now I pretty much stick to just CDs, digital, and and cassettes
2: if I if I find them, because we put out cassettes too. We like that yeah. kind of shit. Dude, are you a fan of the uh, Dax Solo stuff? Yeah, yeah,
0: actually. Um, the uh, we sing of only blood and love or whatever it is. That's yeah. my favorite one. Uh, I think I think that's his best album too. But yeah, I like it. I back uh, back when me and the kids' mom uh, mom was was together, we actually went and saw him in Louisville, oh. and uh, made we made complete drunk fools in front of him because uh, actually, there's a video um there's a video of it it's a black and white video i can't remember what song he's doing but if you look up dax riggs in louisville uh you'll see a bald guy standing in the front row that's me
2: you were that um, at the
0: concert dude,
2: yeah guy yelling like, songs at him. yeah
0: not 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 completely but uh yeah there was a couple of moments we 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 met him after the show and my son had just been born. He, he, he was pretty much fresh melon. He, he wasn't that old yet. And we felt that it was, a, it was a good thing to tell Dax Riggs that we named our kid after him over and over again. Uh, like annoyingly, like repeating ourselves uh, over and over again, like just being drunk. I had a couple of friends that actually drove us uh, and, took care of us and was like, yeah, man, you know, whatever. So we, we were, it was at the Thompson house revival or someplace like that. And there's a bar downstairs and there was a bunch of different rooms that had different shows going on. And we would go to the, to the bar downstairs. Cause you could smoke inside down there and, uh, ended up drinking way too much. And then they ended up making complete fools out of ourselves. We had pictures, uh, at one time on our old phones, um, and you can tell the Dax Riggs is completely like just annoyed by us. Um,
2: <laughs> That's awesome. But he I'm did. So sorry at the
0: same time. Oh, I know. Uh, but he did sign two posters uh, uh, for for us, which uh, my son actually. His mom has one of the posters and we have the other one. We're actually like, it's going to be in his room here before too long. We've got a bunch of different like posters and stuff that like my friends like get for him that he gets banned, signed, you know, signed to him and shit all the time. Yeah. Uh, and that's definitely one that's going to be going on his wall. And when he gets old, he's like, he's like, he, he just turned uh, uh, seven. So he uh, he's not fully thinking it's that cool yet, but one day he's going to, you know what I mean? Well,
2: happy belated birthday to your son, Dax, and he has a cool Thanks. poster collection. black
0: wow. Yeah, he he has he's a lot of cool shit that he's gonna be really like happy about when he's older, that's for damn sure. Um, but man, look, I uh, I fucking appreciate you being on. Uh hey, dude, I appreciate. It's been you fun with me. But a good time. Yeah, man, definitely, dude. Yeah, a lot of fun talking to you. I could probably talk to you uh, for hours, actually, and not be even skip a beat. Uh, we seem to have a lot of things in common. Um, but, uh, but yeah, man, no, I wanted to, wanted to have you on and talk Mammoth Lord and uh, get that name out there a little bit more because uh, you all definitely deserve it. And um, I uh, I hope that – actually, I know that
2: we're we going to cross paths in the next few months. Uh, oh, we got to figure out some shows, man. Like, we literally, like, fucking at practice on Thursday, we set out a giant list, and I wrote down a bunch of fucking dates. I'm like, all right, you guys need to pick where we're going to go. I'll fucking get on it. We're basically, after this album's out, we're going to be fucking fucking eardrums everywhere. Everywhere. Nice. Nice. It's going to be a good time. Uh, Like I
0: said, man. Yeah, dude. uh, We'd love to throw down with you a couple of times, you know? Throw us, throw us some dates out there, and then you know we'll, we'll see if we can jump on one, you know, one, two, or three. You never know. We'll see how we're feeling. Right on. <laughs> uh, but, Heath, man, I hope to have, have you back on again at some point. Um, and, uh, yeah, so thanks for being on, brother.
2: All right, man. Well, you have a great fucking night, dude. I'm going to fucking eat some pizza, let my dog out, and hopefully it's not fucking storming out yet.
0: Yeah, no shit. Well, you have a good evening as well, sir. And I uh, hope there's no storms that uh, uh, ruin it for you. Sometimes no. they might make it better. You never know. <laughs> All right, man. Thanks. Hey, have a good one, bro. All right. Peace. Hey. Thanks again for listening. Uh, I really appreciate it. Um, I'd like to thank uh, Brett and Heath for coming on the show uh, and talking with me. Uh, Like I said, at some point I will have those guys back on. Uh, As you heard, they both have uh, releases that are being worked on and will be released within the coming months this year. Uh, So hope to have those guys back on to uh, discuss uh, the trials and tribulations of recording and whatever else uh we can figure out to talk about um there will be a uh, another sunday cast um i really enjoyed um doing the uh, somewhat sober sunday um and i was told uh, by a few people that i should keep it up because they really liked it uh for those that aren't aware of it the sunday podcasts are shorter uh there's no guests and it's pretty much me um reflecting, discussing things that are, um, on my mind at that moment. Uh, the first one got a little deep, so I don't know. We'll see, we'll see where my head's at on Sunday and the way my day has been the way the last couple of days have have gone. Um, it we'll see. It's going to be interesting. Um, but anyway, uh, thanks again for listening. Like I've said before, uh, share the podcast um, go to Facebook Share it on there Share it wherever uh, Go to the uh, Nasty Nation Facebook page And uh, And feel free to uh, Share the page Share the content on the page Leave me comments uh, Send me messages Whatever If there's something that uh, That's that's grinding your gears Or something that you just You know Want my opinion on Hell hit me with it And uh, I'll uh, I'll mention it on the Following podcast At some point Um I also, when also, I also... I How many more times can I say also? Fuck. Um, but I, I also, three apparently, wanted to uh, uh, give a shout-out to um, Romero Pictures and the Indie Brigade, uh, again, for uh, having me be a part um, of such a awesome, wonderful uh, uh, team, group, community, whatever you want to say. Um, so uh so thanks to uh to joe and george for uh allowing me to be a part of it uh you guys are awesome you need to go listen to them um actually as as i'm speaking right now it's eight thirty seven. so i'll have this podcast up soon and what you're going to need to do is is you're going to listen to it but you need to go and, and check out the uh the nine o'clock podcast uh for the indie brigade check that shit out anyway as always i am your host chuck nasty Say, have a good one, folks.